Hi friend, do you want to experience more energy, vitality, and flow in your life? Well, be sure to go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and check out the supplement section. We have all of your favorites back in stock. Vegan Vitality and Vegan Powder Protein are two of the favorites that go very quickly. So if you're into protein and vitality, be sure to check those out. And now on with the show. Hey, what's up guys? Winston here and this is just an introduction to the normal show because this show I recorded a few months ago. It was my pre-birthday episode, but here we are in December, which is months afterward. And I just found this episode and figured I should probably send it off out into the internet world. So uh, here it is, but I just wanted to let you know if you're listening to this show in December or anytime after August really, that this is not actually my birthday. So just a heads up on that. Thanks. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I am your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special day because tomorrow is my birthday. Yes, yes. Yesterday was more of a celebration day. Went out to lunch with my family, my wife and son, my dad, my brother, and his girlfriend slash wife. And... It was awesome. And it was also the day, seven days after my mom died, our mom died. So it was also a very sad day. And I didn't realize it at first, but it was interesting because on the way there, on the way to lunch that is, my son, who is five, was in the back seat. And out of nowhere, he just goes, your mom died (laughs) to me. And it's like, hey, (laughs) screw you, kid. Like, why you got to be such a jerk? That's a mean thing to say. And I, I really did get mad. You know, he's only five, so he didn't know. But it was just like out of the blue, he just said that. It was kind of a jerky thing. And so I was like, what do you mean by that? Why would you say that? Where would that come from? And, um, you know, I just was like mad. Like, it just was like, and my wife was kind of like, he's five. He doesn't know. He doesn't, he didn't mean anything by it. You know, she's like, don't get mad. And I would, but I was mad and I knew he didn't mean anything by it. But still, it was just like. Like, so I was like asking him, like, why did you say that? Where did that come from? Why would you say something like that? It's a mean thing to say. You don't say that to people. And, um, yeah, and so anyway, so I let it go. And he didn't, you know, it was just like, he, he didn't even know why he said it. It was just kind of like, I don't know, I just said it. And um, and then, you know, he's right on to the next topic. But so anyway, so later that day, because I didn't even remember my mom, you know, that was like, uh, that was the day. Until my dad said something at lunch later. And then uh, my wife kind of was like, oh, maybe that's why Bradley said something. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe it is. But even then when she said that, it still didn't really register because I was still it's kind of in a mood, to be honest. I was just having, I don't know why, I was just down yesterday. But it, that could be why. And um, then later that really occurred to me. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe, who knows, you just had an intuition about it or whatever. It was interesting. So, um so yeah, so seven years ago was uh, when my mom passed away, two days before my 30th birthday, and I was really thankful that it wasn't on my birthday, because that, of course, would have sucked really bad, but it was, birthdays have always been an interesting thing in my family, because um, my mom was Jehovah's Witness, and so Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate their birthdays, because it is, they believe it's putting yourself celebrating yourself in front of God and that's 
you know, that's a no-no. You always want to put God first. So, so growing up, when there would be like kids' birthdays and stuff, there was, it was always this weird um, energy around it because we didn't celebrate them, and so we would avoid some, but some we would have to go to or we would get to go to. But I always felt guilty about it. I'm sure my brother probably did too. Whenever we would get to, to go. It was like we were supposed to not enjoy it kind of thing because we weren't really supposed to be doing it. But we were doing it to, you know, for like family or whatever. Um, my mom a lot of times wouldn't go to birthday parties at all. Or if we did go, we wouldn't eat the cake because the cake is uh, symbolic of it's um, the cake is symbolic in the same way that if you're familiar with the holiday Passover and uh, what what the the crackers the matzah represents God or uh, Jesus's um, body you and then you drink the wine to remember his blood and you do this uh, in remembrance of his you know that he was about to be sacrificed and this and that and so the birthday cake is kind of a similar kind of thing and so Jehovah's Witnesses don't eat it they don't celebrate birthdays at all but especially don't eat the cake so, um, it's, I don't know where I was going with that. Just, I guess maybe at some level I've always like still, like there's a bunch of things I don't, don't, um, agree with, with that particular religion. But, um, but there's a lot of things that make sense and make sense within the religion. So for example, if you are, Hmm, where am I going with this? Yeah, I'm going all over the darn place because there's so many directions to go, right? But what's the focus? The focus is, for me, that every religion has their pros and cons. And what is it that, yeah, I could sit here on this podcast and call out things that drive me crazy or that I feel offended by or that, you know, I wish other people knew. And that's part of what I've done on other episodes. And it's always... It's always tough because like I don't want to offend people that's not the goal I'm not trying to bash other people's beliefs that's definitely not the goal either the, but at some point that kind of happens or if I want to say anything meaningful or important at some point I'm going to offend people right some people are going to get pissed off by the stuff that I say and believe because it is in contradiction to their own beliefs right now my belief system personally allows for other people's beliefs and and uh, even makes sense for them to have those beliefs and still fits within my own belief system. Like my beliefs are big enough and open enough in a way that it makes other people's beliefs, even if they're completely different than mine, it still works within my framework of belief system. But it does not always work the other way around. You know, there are people, of course, different belief systems who are the same as me in that sense, where it's like, hey, live and let live. You have your beliefs, I have mine, it's okay. You know, there's, I'd say that's probably the majority of people, I would guess, but maybe not. It's, it's hard to tell because the people who don't believe that way are the ones that get all the, all the attention on the news, right? But then also, um, you know, when those kind of people come around, if they come around, I, you know, have managed to attract a decent amount of folks in that because that's one thing that, that, um, is a challenge for me in my life. I've always managed to attract 
wherever we've lived since I've been out on my own, um, the Jehovah's Witnesses like find our house and they stop by regularly. And I've even created little brochures about, you know, that I want to pass out to them because they always are so kind and bring, you know, their little brochures. And um, so I have my own brochures for them. Uh, yes, because I'm a jerk like that. But I also, because I actually really, truly care. But the challenge is when you're, the challenge is folks that are out pioneering, as it's called, going out door to door, sharing the truth, quote unquote, you can't see my quotes, but uh, the truth, they, they feel like they're sharing the truth and they're not looking for answers. They're not still searching. They've already found it. And if you've already found the truth, quote unquote, then there's maybe no reason for you to keep searching, right? Or to be open-minded. In fact, that religion, religious system in particular states that you should not be, you should not question. You don't question. You don't ask, you don't, um, you don't look anywhere else. You don't look at any other options or at any other facts even. It's just that you just believe it and you have faith and you do it because that's what God says. How do you know God says that? Oh, because it's in the Bible. Well, who wrote the Bible? Man. Oh, okay. So aren't we like, you know, men and women? Can't we come to our own conclusions? No, this is God's word. It's God's word, but it was, it was uh, transcribed by a person. And some of these weren't transcribed till 40 years later. So how accurate could that really be? And if it made sense then, like how come so much of it doesn't apply now? And then we're not going to get specifics and bash the Bible because that's what it sounds like I'm starting to do. <sighs> but I'm just questioning because I like to question. I like to see if, if my eternal soul is on the line, I feel that asking questions is an okay thing to do. I'm not going to blindly follow anybody. I'm not going to blindly take anybody's word for anything. No offense to you and how well you figured it out for yourself. I will happily listen to a certain degree unless you come at me with, I guess I won't listen. Some of you I will because if you're listening to this podcast still, chances are you've come to similar conclusions as I have. Um, but, you know, every once in a while folks come along that have belief systems that basically say, hey, you and your belief systems are dead wrong and you're going to go burn an eternal hellfire for that unless you come bow down before my God. And that's cool. You can have those beliefs, but I don't want to hear them, you know, and um, and that's that. That's it. Like, keep it to yourself. I appreciate that. I respect that you have your beliefs. That's cool. Go live your life. Don't come at me with your beliefs in that way where it's this judgmental thing because I'm pretty sure somewhere in the Bible God says something like, hey, leave the judging to me. Don't throw, don't be the first, let the first one who is without sin throw the first rock, right? Because that's none of us. That's the point of that story. So what does it mean to have a belief? What, what is the point? What's the freaking point of all of it? So I watched this show. We rented this, um, maybe you've heard of it, Gaia. I'm totally butchering the name, probably G-A-I-A. It's this online media channel you know you pay for it and they have their own programming their own videos their own shows that they produce and you you pay for it it's exclusive content 
And so we tested it. We tried it out as 99 cent trial. And then we got to watch this movie. I've seen advertised on Facebook, you know, I'm getting targeted on Facebook by this company because I fit the profile and it's called the last avatar. And it's really cool. It's about this guy who is starting to wake up and the movie is like, you know, he's unconscious, he's mad. He's trying to figure out who he is or why he's here or whatever. And, um, you know, he runs into these people. He kind of escapes into the forest and is going along his way and runs into this group of people. And they all remember. And they're looking for this guy named Kalki, who is like the last avatar. The guy's going to come and basically wake everybody up. And they're like, is this him? And he's, you know, all pissed off and unconscious. And they're like, no, this isn't him. <laughs> this guy found this magic crystal, but it's the wrong guy. And But some of them still know. They're like, no, it's him. He just hasn't remembered yet. And uh, this, you know, kind of guide appears and says basically like, hey, um, this is, you know, you're going to do this awesome stuff. And, uh, you you know, people, once we're born into, these, into this life, m most people forget. They forget who they are. They forget where they've been. They forget why they're here. They may, it may take decades for them to wake up and remember. They may not remember it all in this life. They may go through their whole life not remembering who they really are. And then kind of toward the end, I don't want to give it away, I guess, actually. But um, some of the graphics in it, for me, are amazing. Because it's the kind of stuff I really want to be able to do with my live shows. To be able to share to show people the visualizations of what this looks like. If you could see through your psychic eye, through your third eye, if you could see what it looks like when the chakras are lit up and when the energy is fully flowing through a body, what that light body looks like, what that light energy looks like, the um, chakras and the like energy meridians. If you've ever seen any of Alex Gray's artwork, one of my favorite artists, his artwork is really amazing. It shows the light traveling through the light body, through all the energy meridians of the body. And I want to be able to overlay that in real time as I'm moving around. That's getting kind of out there. But it's going to be freaking cool when I figure out how to do it. So there's that. As far as this movie is concerned, it really got me excited because it was like, oh yeah, that's kind of a big part of my message of what I want to share with the world and part of it I guess like I kind of have to say some of it to get to the point but I don't want to to ruin it for you but anyway so um these bad guys are after this guy because they don't want him to wake up they know if, if he wakes up and realizes who he is you know the dark the dark forces are in trouble because the dark forces are running the world right now right there there's different names archons these you know um lower vibrations entities that cling on to the lower frequency states that people can can find themselves in or that other beings can get trapped in or and it's lower vibrational activities that can bring us down there you know into hell so to so to speak like it, hell on earth and if we're too focused thinking like hell or heaven is off in the distance, it's somewhere else, it's, you know, you have to be good in this life and then be judged and bow down before this God or that God so that in the afterlife you get to go to heaven and not rest in hell. It's like, no, it's happening right now. You have to like wake up, pay attention, notice, 
there's a lot of people who are good people who are living in hell right now. People who are starving. People who are going through all these horrible different things. Human trafficking, drug addiction, the list goes on and on. Disease, you know. So it's it's happening, but and that's part of the that's the challenge and the opportunity. You know, the opportunity for us to to rally together to fix these problems for all of us. Now it's 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 not easy when you know, I was reading this book this morning about customer service for, for the company I work for because we're always about improving customer service and providing the best possible experience. And it comes down to being able to serve one another, being able to serve other people. How well do we serve? How well is that a part of our culture? How well is that a part of our being? Not just at work, but in everyday life. What opportunities do we have to serve other people and how well do we do that? And one thing it talks about is that example that's often used about airlines if you're flying and they're doing their little spiel at the front about how to fly safely the person says if the oxygen masks drop down be sure to put yours on first then help other people children or adults with theirs you put yours on first then put on help other people with theirs why do you do that isn't that selfish isn't that greedy no, because if you pass out because you're out of oxygen, you're not going to be able to help anybody. You have to help yourself first so that you don't suffocate. Because once you have the air, once you're taken care of, now you can start to help other people. Now you're useful to more people. You're, you're bigger, better help. So it's the same kind of thing in life to a sense. You know, I, I know I personally feel compelled to help as many people as I can. But at the same time, when I'm feeling down because I'm like in survival mode, or, um, you know, just like caught up in the daily grind, I'm not being very useful to other people. And even this podcast right now, it's a week late as I'm recording this because I've just been caught up with life trying to keep up and do things that, you know, just do all the things I have to do. It's just crazy. You know, you maybe you can relate. So, yeah, there we go. I'm going to take a breath. Okay, so one more um, segment here, maybe more, I don't know why I said that, but if we're talking about what is the point of it all, what's the big life purpose, is it different for each of us, is it the same for each of us, are there similarities and differences for each of us, I would say yes, we each have our own personal life paths and missions and we each have a collective mission life path yesterday so it's kind of in like I mentioned I was kind of in a weird mood yesterday it's kind of grumpy and you know it sucks I hate being that way but I had some other things going on in life that were just kind of kind of bummers you know and um, I was just kind of in a one of those moods low energy mood low energy mood there you go and we were going to this market because it happened to be where we ate lunch and they have the specialty kind of foods that I like that are hard to find. So we were at this market and we only got a few items and we're sitting there I'm there with my pregnant wife and five-year-old and, and I look like like I've been through the ringer because I just felt like that. 
and we go get in line and there's um, a young man maybe like eight you know late teens early 20s there with who I assumed to be his mom and um, they've got you know a huge cart full of stuff the mom walks off to go look for something and the young man says hey would you guys like to go in front of us you only have a few things and my wife does not hesitate she says yes thank you and <laughs> walks right in front and I was just like yeah thank you you know it was really nice of you thank you so much and um, and it wasn't you know like a huge gesture but at the same time it was it was like humanity <laughs> it, was, it didn't you know make a huge time difference for them probably but it was such a it for me it was just like see there are good people out there it, it, it just one of those things that restores my faith in humanity like okay we don't all suck we're not all selfish jerks and that you know obviously I'm projecting that onto the world at that point because that's how I felt was just like I'm trying to not be selfish I'm trying to do good things but I'm also trying to keep afloat in a sense so you know it's kind of dramatic I know but but that's how it feels sometimes. That's how I feel sometimes, you know. Just like so many things I have to do, so many things that I want to do. And trying to find that balance of there just not being enough hours in the day. Not being able to just get as much done. And what's the point of it all any dang way, right? So that's where for me it's like, okay, let's remember. What is the point? Like if I had only one chance, if I had the stage... Oh, speaking of stage, that was another thing that kind of threw me off was one of my good friends, one of my friends' bands, was coming off a CD tour, off a tour. Their name is Jet West, and they're awesome, and I like their music, and I wanted to go see them play. They played on Friday. They were coming off this big tour, and I've never seen them play live, and I had the opportunity, and I was trying to rally some friends to go with me, and I don't have a whole lot of friends anymore in San Diego because they're all up in Oregon and wherever it seems like so um trying to rally some folks from work and you know they have babies and stuff so they're not coming out and i have a pregnant wife and so then i was like ah, do i really want to go out just feeling old i guess you know just feeling old and um so i was kind of bummed about that but one thing years ago about seven years ago actually uh when my mom was dying was like okay I was playing out a lot more I was doing a lot more gigs and they were really cool gigs you know really fun but they weren't I wasn't saying anything or doing anything important I was just partying I was just playing music for people and that is important you know people enjoy themselves people are dancing they're having fun they're celebrating life all that good stuff so it is important so I'm not I shouldn't diminish that yet in the face of my mother's eminent demise, earthly demise, I should say, I started asking myself the big questions like, what am I doing with my life? You know, here she is, she's asking me these big questions at the end of her life, like, what did I do with my life? What did it matter? Why, you know, what does any of it mean? And it's like, gosh darn, those are some freaking big questions, you know? and. Um, and it, you know, of course, I started asking myself those kind of things. And it's like, okay, I'm DJing, I'm doing these cool things. It was my dream job for a long time to be able to just get paid to party. And I did it for like 15 years. It's like, wow, that's really cool. 
I gotta play music, I gotta listen to music, I gotta go just dance all the time and do these things. But, it, like, I still wasn't all the way there. I wasn't saying what I wanted to say with my music. I was mostly playing other people's music, a little bit of my own, and mixing in live instruments, but not saying the one real big thing. So what was it? If I had that chance, if I'm on stage, and I could say one thing to people, I had their attention just long enough in this ADD culture and society to get somebody's attention and say one thing to them, what would it be? And am I saying that and doing that now? And the answer at that time was no. And that's why I was like, you know, I need to just step out, step back. Like this music thing is good. It's been fun, but I need to head a different direction for a while. And that's pretty much when I stopped playing gigs, like those kind of gigs, at uh, nightclubs and working on festival gigs and that kind of stuff because I didn't feel like my music was where I wanted it to be to be able to share the experience of and say what I want to say and part of it like tying it back to that movie I was talking about in the last segment the last avatar was um it's kind of a fear of <laughs> of uh sharing with people this idea that it is you and that you don't have to search outside of yourself at all that the answer is within, that the truth is within, that the connection to the divine is within you, not outside of you, not some guru, not some teacher, not some God claiming to be the almighty God, not some man God, spirit God, man who is like you but different and better than you. It's, you know, it's not, it's not. And that pisses a lot of people off, undoubtedly. And that's okay. I'm okay with that because that is what I want to say. And it's not popular, obviously. If it was popular, then everybody would be doing it. And I guarantee you we would live in a different kind of world. But because that truth is not widely distributed yet, we live in a world where most of us don't understand the creative process. The true creative process, the power of intention, the power of us to co-create because if we are not aware of that power then we are easily manipulated into fighting one another into being scared of one another into hating one another into arguing with one another meanwhile the people that know how to manipulate us could do basically whatever they want. They could put all the pieces in place to just run the place. And if you think that's conspiracy or you think that's not possible, then you're you're still asleep. You're like way asleep because it's already happening. It's been happening for hundreds of years. And uh, our folk, you know, I'm broadcasting here from the U.S. and um, the forefathers that founded this country, the United States of America we're aware of the potential for our enemies to attack our democracy from without and from within. They realize that people, evil people, evil entities would be undermining our system from outside and from inside and that we have to be a be aware of it because over generations it 
it just seems like a little thing here, a little thing there. But if we're not aware of our history, if we're not aware of what things have changed and how they're changing, what that could potentially mean, like where the bigger picture is, what the end game is, then it's it's pretty easy to take take us over. It's pretty easy to keep us divided and hating each other or fighting each other or scared of each other. And that's that's basically kind of the big picture in a sense or the big thing I want to say. And I'm going to do a special segment, special episode just uh, on what the point of this whole podcast is. I kind of did that at the beginning. It's in episode one, like what are the intentions, find your flow style. That's a good episode if you haven't heard that one yet. I think it's episode one or two. But I'm going to do a newer updated version because essentially that is my mission and my goal in this lifetime is to basically say, hey, wake up, it's you, it's not it's not anything outside of yourself. Hey guys, that, that recording ended a little abruptly. I didn't get to sign you off like we normally do. So until next time, my friend, be flowing. Hey, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you like essential oils? Me too. Did you know you can go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and pick up some essential oils? Yeah, get them while they're going. And until next time, friend, be flowing.